get ready to get sticky. Sticky Situations is sponsored by Corona Crush. Corona Crush is creating Jewish couples always. Join the Facebook group. Just search Corona Crush and look out for virtual speed dating events happening every other week. They're 100% free and 100% Jewish. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sticky Situations. I'm your host, Rachel. You already know that because I'm unforgettable. Everybody, please go whatever platform you're listening on. Go follow or subscribe if there's the option to rate a review. Please do that. Only good ratings, though, and only good reviews. Like, like, like your mom told you, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And also, if there is a platform that we are not on that you would like us to be on, just send me a DM. I'll give you the contact information in a little bit, and I'll see what I can do for you. Please also go like Sticky Situations page on Facebook. Follow Sticky Situations Pod on Instagram. Follow Sticky Situations Pod on TikTok. And yeah, and if you want to be a guest on my podcast, because all of my guests are great, um, I have applications. You could find them on the Instagram page, or you could just message me, or I've been posting these episodes in Corona Crush. The link is also on the episode description. It's very easy to find, so definitely apply to be a guest. It's great. If you'd like to date me or one of my guests, I also have applications. Those are on the Instagram and Facebook page. But if you want them, just send me a DM on Instagram or you can send me an email at stickysituationspod at gmail.com. Okay, now that we took care of business, um, I have an extra special guest today. Everybody, Sticky Situation Nation, please welcome to the podcast my friend, Lisa. Lisa, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I mean, we're roommates, so we live in the same apartment, so... <laughs> it was a long walk to get here. It was a long walk. I had to look both ways before I crossed the hallway. I'm glad I made it safely. Yeah. Not even, like, the hallway hallway, because we joke about that with our neighbor who lives down the hall who, like, comes over <laughs> and hangs out with us, but, like, just, like, across the apartment. Like, three doors down, but not the band. Actually, three doors down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so, Lisa, let's, before we get into everything, can you tell my listeners just a couple basic information facts? Um... So can you please tell everyone your age, your location, your relationship status, and your religious identification? Okay. So hi, everyone. I'm Lisa. I'm 25. I live in New York City with Rachel, like she mentioned, three doors down, you know, super far. (laughs) Um, And I am single. And my religious identification, um, I hate these religious boxes, so I would describe myself um, as modern orthodox on the more modern side of modern orthodox. Uh, Keep Shabbos, keep kosher, Um, I wear pants, um, and I wear skirts and dresses in religious settings. Um, So I just feel like the need to clarify that because (laughs) everyone puts it into boxes. So, you know, modern orthodox, but I suppose with like a little asterisk on the more modern side of modern orthodox. Um, but, you know, open-minded, love religion, God's great, and <laughs> now we're here. Yeah, I just, I, it's my new question that I started asking guests, just so my listeners can get, like, just a general idea of, like, what pool we're dating off of. Also, like, I don't know, I have some, I, I fall probably in a very similar category as Lisa, as you guys know from all of my previous episodes, so it's just helpful to know when I'm like, oh yeah, this guy was a little more religious than me, or a little less religious, like, just kind of where that is. 
And also that that sliding scale with religion, it's very specific. Like, although, you know, someone could keep Shabbos or kosher, there, there are certain intricacies with keeping um, kosher and Shabbos and, you know, Shomer Nagia and all of those things um, that uh, it's tough. Everyone identifies very uniquely and very different. It's, it's very individualized, which is uh, one of the most interesting things about religion, but also is one of the things that makes dating relatively complicated because some people really like where they practice and yeah. aren't open to changing that. Yeah, and also I think not even open to changing where they practice they're not open-minded about other people doing something that's slightly different than them as long as their core values are the same like exactly like if it made such a big difference to my husband about like the oven i feel like that's a little bit different than him telling me to wear skirts exactly exactly if he was like oh yeah cool like we only have one oven but i think we should wait 24 hours in between it's like okay maybe we get a big toaster oven for dairy like there are compromises. Exactly. And also, when you're dating someone, there's a certain amount of personal growth that's going to happen and religious growth, too, as you continue to get to know each other and grow in the relationship. So I think that's that's really important, and that's one of the most exciting things, but also it makes dating very difficult um, when it comes to religious growth. Yeah, I agree. Well, anyway, Lisa, do you want to start and uh, tell us uh, some of your stories? Lisa has great stories. She, <laughs> she told me, like, before, like, in our prep that, like, I probably know all of her stories already just because, like, we chat because, like, we do live together. But her stories are great, which is why I asked her to come on the podcast in the first place. So I'm excited for Sticky Situation Nation to hear Lisa's stories. Yeah, so before I get into it, I think it's really important to, to share a little bit about how I view dating. Um, so I really enjoy meeting new people just in general. I always love schmoozing with people on the street, um, you know, grocery shopping or whatnot. I always love talking to new people. And uh, dating, it, it can be pretty nerve-wracking. So rather than, you know, getting frustrated when it's only a first date or only a second date or something like that, um, I view dating as it's an opportunity. It's an interaction. And you learn something new. So no matter what, you're, you're winning. There's something positive. There's something good coming out of it. So rather than it being like, oh, man, it's only a one date. It was a short-term connection or something like that. It's like, hey, you're winning. It's a new connection. You're learning something new. It's very exciting. Um, so that's, that's my hot take on dating um, and meeting new people to keep it interesting and exciting um, and to not get me down uh, while in the process of trying to find the right person um, so that's my my two cents um, so like Rachel and I were talking about before like values and as long as the core values are the same um, then you know you can you can grow and there's compromises that can be made religiously so um, I went to a Shabbaton and like these single Shabbatons like they try and make an even number of guys and girls and you know it's always complicated you know almost always there's so many more girls than guys um, it was a good Shabbaton, met a bunch of really nice people, mostly women, um, and I met this guy at the Shabbaton, and he seemed really nice, and there were a couple of people who I went with, and he befriended another one um, of the friends who I went with. Awesome, wonderful. A few days after the Shabbaton, um, he reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to um, hang out with him in addition to another girl, like going out to dinner with him. And I'm like, wait, is this a double date, but there's two of us and one of you? Like, I'm a little bit confused here. And he's like... It's like a two-on-one date from The Bachelor. <laughs> yeah. I was like, is this, is this a friend thing? Are you bringing Who's another gonna guy? Who's going to get the rose? <laughs> yeah, right? Like, I will go out and buy a rose myself. Like, what is the situation here? Like, he clarified. He was like, oh, well, I wasn't sure if you were interested in me. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm interested in going on a date with you. So he's like, okay, let's just go on a date together. Okay, confusing. I got the rose. Yay. <laughs> so we went yeah, out on the you date. You got, you got upgraded from a two-on-one to a one-on-one. Yeah, exactly. It was very confusing, but I'm glad we were on the same page at that point. Um, so the date went pretty well. Like, he was a good conversationalist. Like, it was a nice dinner. Like, all went really well. 
And then at the end of the day, I'm walking him back to the subway, and he reveals that he believes in old family wait, values. Wait, you were walking him back to the subway? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I believe in chivalry, um, but I've learned how many other people do. I think it's a great idea. Well, like, but like you walking the guy? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was coming from, uh, I think it was Long Island. Um, okay. So I walked him to the subway. So, you know, someone's got to keep chivalry alive. <laughs> you should see Rachel's face right now. <laughs> Never in my wildest dreams would I walk a man back anywhere. Unless it was like, unless I just like wanted to spend more time with him. Like, I've had situations where, um, no, I actually haven't. Have I? No. No. I so the restaurant, the restaurant no. closed and we wanted to spend more time talking and he was like, oh, it's getting late. I have to go back home, which I understand like it would take him at least an hour to get back home. So, you know, walking and schmoozing while while um, we're heading back to the subway and he he reveals that he believes in old family values. Now, I don't have anything wrong with old family values. However, my values are very different. Yeah, you um, walked him to the subway. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I, I look for more of, like, the equal partnership type of thing um, where we'll share the family responsibilities. And he he said almost verbatim he firmly believes it's the man's duty to be the breadwinner and the woman should only worry about the children in the home. And I was a bit lost for words at that point. Well, wait, did he have a good job where he could be the breadwinner? Because I find that these guys say these things and then like they'll say numbers and i'm like um that ain't math like so he was going back to school um which was you know great good for him he had a long way to go with school which was fine i'm, I'm very open-minded about that type of thing but i was also like i don't i don't want the how are you going to take care of the home and the children if he's in school like, so how exactly are you gonna, like, you're gonna pay rent exactly that was my thought as well i'm like well you know what if you know down the line talking about children say the the salary difference let's say i'm making more money than you like would that be a conversation about who potentially would take time off to raise the kids like is that a topic of conversation and he's like no well you wouldn't be working to begin with and i'm like wait what i i love my job i i can't imagine just dropping everything for I for a family i just <laughs> <laughs> i just i can't imagine that and the way it was also shared it wasn't really a topic of conversation it was more of a statement this is what it is there's no budge room this is what it is take it or leave it and we left it in a way of like agreeing to disagree and i happened to have liked him i thought he was very nice aside from the old family values thing so i'm like hey i want to hear you out i'm interested in hearing a little bit more about that so later he actually said no via text that he wasn't interested in discussing it more um which i think proves my point like what we were talking about religion like it's very difficult to date sometimes when some people are are very firm um in their beliefs and like there isn't any amount of you know conversation about it like they just like say it as it is take it or leave it and like the old family values thing like that wasn't a topic of conversation um, wait did this guy live at home in his parents house offhand i can't recall it was a bit ago um but it was just like the way he delivered it i was like i just find it funny oh that's that's <laughs> a little bit different um you know i'm interested in hearing a little bit more about like what you mean by that um and then he's like oh i'll think about it and then later by text he's like nope and i'm like okay you know more fish in the sea you know it's funny because like the only times i've had that conversation seriously with guys like they're actually like like yeah i've had guys like say that to me on dating apps and they're like living at home with their parents and like don't really have a great job and i'm like okay i mean 
I happen to hate my career. And if anybody is like a, a millionaire, a billionaire and wants to just come wife me up and like, let me just like, I don't really want to take care of the house though. I want a housekeeper. Like just want, want to like marry me and let me be like a lady of leisure all day. Like maybe I'll take care of the kids, but like, I don't know. Um, I'm down for that, but also, but that's only cause I hate my job. I feel like if someone really likes their job, but also like maybe I'll like my job a different time. There you so, go. That's scary. <laughs> yeah, because hopefully the next one's when, better. When the opportunity was actually seriously presented to me, I was like, oh heck no, I am working. I like my independence. I like making money. I like having a job. Um, but yeah, I I just find it ironic the guys who like say that. Like yeah, when I had that conversation with my ex, it was very different circumstances. But guys who like say it on an app, it's like. I actually had a situation this week. This guy's, like, messaging me, and he's, like, acting like a big shot. Like, he wants to take care of me and all of this. And I'm, like, okay, dude, you, got, you haven't even met me. But, like, la la. like, saying all these things. And then he, like, asked me how much money I make, and I didn't say. Wait, did he have your phone number already, or were you still yeah. on the app? No, no, no. Okay, we, okay. He had my phone number. I'm glad at least it was on texting, and he didn't ask it outright on the app. Because that would have been some serious chutzpah. Yeah, he, like, asked me how much money I make, and I'm, like... Um, I'm not telling you. And then he's like, but he told me he had, like, you guys know, I'm an accountant. I've worked in corporate America for six years of my life. Like, whatever. You can guess my salary. But it's like a certain level of like, yeah, I've been working in corporate America for six years. And he named a career that was equivalent if not more money like he told me he was a corporate attorney and i'm like oh mm. corporate attorneys make bank so i was like okay cool corporate attorney i wonder if he liked his job and then he <laughs> but well wait hold on so he tells me all of these things and then he also like within the conversation before he told me how much money mm-hmm. he's like oh yeah he's like oh do you live alone with roommates i'm like oh i have two roommates like areas of the city and he lives in an area of the city similar to the area city that I live in. Probably a little bit, com- like, pretty comparable in price. Maybe a little cheaper, but not that much. And he's like, oh, yeah, I live in a one-bedroom apartment. And, like, a one-bedroom apartment in New York City is expensive, guys. They're like, four grand. Like, that's a lot of money. Yeah. And then he throws out a number, like... After he asked, because he's like, okay, do you make in this range? Is he trying to guess how much money you make? He was, like, asking me a range, <sighs> and I'm like, yeah. And then he, I was like. Ask I, me out to dinner first. I was At like, least one dinner, maybe two. I know. Ugh. I was like, I assume you do also, because it was a range that's pretty normal for someone who is around my age. Like, he was the same age as me. And I'm like, okay, working in a big corporate job. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, don't assume. And then he throws out this number that's, like, half of my number. And I'm like. How do you live? Like, this math is not mathin'. Like, math ain't mathin'. Like, like you tell me you live this, like, life and you're doing all these things. And, I mean, maybe his parents' bankroll is Rent stabilized? I don't think so. Like, he lives in a nice area. Like, I'm like, you're either, like, lying to me about something. Like, maybe put a one in front of that number or, like, a two or, like, some zeros at the end. But, like... No, I was like, okay, so why? Maybe he stayed with the same job since post-college. That was one of the best things for me in my career was changing jobs. Man, that was a good salary increase. I stayed at the same job for five years, and I still had, like, pretty decent butt. But either way, it was just funny because, like, he's talking this big game, and then he throws out a number that, like, is lower than what I started with. And I'm like, 
you for real? Like right now you're just like telling me these things and then he's like, oh, that's so attractive to me that you have such a good career. I'm like, buddy, I hate my career. So don't let that be attractive to you. I am not bankrolling your life. I am looking to quit my job. So maybe he was looking for a sugar mama. I know. I'm like, I'm not rich enough to be a sugar mama. I'm not rich at all. Like, listen, if I was rich enough to be a sugar mama, I would live a lot differently. I like to say I have enough dough to make cookies with. Yeah, I can make cookies, but they're going to be chocolate chip or maybe a different type, but not like anything like crazy. But I'm just saying it was just annoying to me. And I'm like, okay, like you talk, these guys talk a big game like, oh, I want you to stay home. I want to take care of you and all this. And I'm like, do you guys know what the cost of living is in America? Like, do you know how much private day school costs? And it's, it's very attractive to hear people with, you know, different types of jobs, you know, something out of the norm. So um, it's, a, it's a good... Oh, yeah. I'm not hating on people who make lower salaries. I'm hating on people who are dumb and just, like, have this, this salary and they're like, oh, yeah, but I want to take care of you. I want, I want to be the breadwinner. And it's like, okay, be realistic. And the old family values, that's exactly what they are. They're a little bit old. They're a bit antiquated. They're not necessarily accurate in lining up with the times. And I think it's a, a nice sentiment, but also we have to be realistic about where we're at in our lives and where our partner is in, in their lives as well to see what makes the most amount of sense for the family. Um, but, you know, that, that, that's my opinion. Um, I believe in it, but it doesn't mean other people do. Um, but it's a, a good segue into um, my next story. I actually didn't write this down, but um, when Rachel was talking, it, it made me think <laughs> of it. So I'm always down for a good adventure. I really enjoy new experiences. So I just come back from this really big international trip. Um, it was a big hiking trip. It was a lot of fun. And I had a friend getting married literally the next day. I oh told God. them I was coming back from this international trip. But they're like, please, please, please. We haven't invited a lot of friends i'm like okay fine but i'm gonna wear a mask the whole time and i went to the wedding and i didn't really know many people you know i I met her she lives in the same lived in the same area i met you know who's now her husband a couple of times at shabbos meals they seem really nice so i was really excited to go and to support them and someone who was sitting across the table from me at the wedding really nice girl yeah we get schmoozing as as i like to do with people and um you know, comes up in conversation, you know, two women about the same age, you know, asking if if I've met anyone interesting, if I'm single, you know, if I'm looking. I'm like, yeah, I'm single. I wouldn't say I'm not looking. So, yeah, sure. I'm always interested in meeting new people. And she mentioned she has this guy who's friends with her, who went to college with her, and he lives in Florida. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, he has his own house. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, and she's renovating it himself. And I'm like, okay i'm interested like i want to hear more so she texted him while we're at the wedding and um i got his number and we were texting for a bit and we we arranged for uh, a facetime call together and uh of course he's really proud of his house and he's showing me his house and he's walking around and i got the whole grand tour beautiful house like really well done he's on such a such a nice job and uh just like this this first story you know the, the end of our conversation just like ended in like whoo took a direction i was not expecting he was like so this is my home and i can't wait to fill it with a wife and children and i'm like excuse me and he's like yeah i can't wait for someone to move down here and have have children as soon as we get married and i'm like is that a question he's like no that's a statement that's just what i want and i'm like okay is that you know are you, are you looking for that is that up for a conversation he was like no that's what i want and i'm so like still single because honestly i'm down <laughs> okay I'll, I'll text him i'll see if he's still single <laughs> but it was just like the way the like the that was delivered i was just like what 
are, are you just like trying to fill your home like are you interested in meeting a partner you know that best friend that type of relationship like that's what i'm looking for and it was just like wild and i you know, it was a connection through some random person who I met at a wedding. So I'm always down for a conversation or adventure. It was definitely a, an interesting connection. I'm glad I made the connection. He had a lot of uh, really interesting insight um, about insulation. And we talked about all sorts of funky home improvement type of things. <laughs> I was super excited about it. I this really enjoyed it. really good it. at home improvement. <laughs> she literally told me last night that... Um, two of our neighbors separately like made a point yeah. to schedule her to be like a handyman. I'm like, are you charging them? Like, yeah. So um, I think it was yesterday or two days ago. Uh, a neighbor needed her coat rack hung, so I hung that up. But we had to take a painting off the wall, so I put the painting in her bathroom. And then she needed um, two paintings rehung and re-leveled, so I re-leveled all of those. And then something else needed to be re-leveled. Yeah. And like, then why are you getting paid for this? <laughs> well, the neighbor the a different neighbor today who asked me to hang up three shelves for them um they bought me lunch which was really really nice so unnecessary okay. but was so nice of him um and no, it's, it's necessary it's, <laughs> it's, actually, it's actually going to be my dinner so i'm very excited about that um but yeah i really like uh, home improvement type things and i've really like tricked out the apartment with as many things as i can think of like i added a shelf in my closet and and stuff like that but yeah home improvement and like working with my hands that really excites me i have a whole set of power tools the whole thing i've lived in a bunch of different apartments before and there's always been things i wanted to fix so i always like being prepared for any occasion so anytime anyone posts in our building group chat hey anyone has a drill i need some help so i message them privately i'm like i have a drill and i'm happy to help what's up oh my gosh oh, so one day fun. maybe you could build your own house oh i'm so down or like 100 percent. i'm i'm so I so see down you getting like a log cabin somewhere in the middle of nowhere oh or for like, sure no no you get a piece of land in the middle of nowhere and just build a log cabin so I actually, I actually had dinner with a friend earlier this week and uh, they were saying, they're, they're like, I've got some money that I just want to burn. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, yeah, I'm going to buy this antique car. And if the antique car sale doesn't come through, then I'm just down for anything. I'm like, hey, you want to buy a piece of property in upstate New York? And he's like, yeah, I'm down. I'm like, great. We'll put our, our house single. <laughs> um, he is, but I think he's um, on a bit of a different religious page. He's so sweet. He's oh, really, really nice. Okay. Um, I'm like money to burn um but but we'll, we'll we'll check out florida guy we'll see if we'll see if he's single first to see if that's a good fit <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i think like the the values thing i think there's so much in dating like it's good to date someone who's so different from you but as long as those core values are the same or similar then the relationship has so much potential and Everything does not have to line up. Not at all. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of spicy foods, but say someone I date loves spicy foods. Awesome. Kudos. Good for them. But as long as the core values are the same, that's what I think is the most important thing. Um, Unless they're vegan. <laughs> not a fan of vegans? I don't think I could. I actually had this conversation over Shabbat. Um, I just don't think I could marry a vegan. Why not? I don't know. I what just, if they're still okay with you eating meat? I feel like their core values are so different than mine. It could be also, for health be needs so too. Hard to cook for them. Vegetarian is one thing. Vegetarian is fine, but vegan I feel like is so difficult. You can't use eggs. You can't use honey. You can't use dairy. Applesauce is a good eggs replacement. Yeah, I don't know. If a nice vegan boy who was rich and everything else I was looking for wanted to date me, I wouldn't say no. I would try it, but. I like meat. Well, I, I guess thank God for, uh, you know, Gardein and what, what are the other brands? <laughs> oh, yeah, they can eat that. I'm starting <laughs> meat. Yeah. There you go. There's, there's hope yet out there for you yet, vegan guys. <laughs> so I think another, like, fascinating trend that I found with dating 
is like if people are interested in active dating or if it's more of passive dating. Mm-hmm. Like someone tells them they should date someone, so they date them, but they don't necessarily want to. Um, but they just go on the date because they should. So, um, like every guy I go out with. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully that will change soon um <laughs> just kidding everybody just kidding some guys i'm excited about like rarely but like sometimes hopefully there'll be some guy out there that excites you in just the right way very soon as you guys can tell like i'm <laughs> yeah career, it's an adventure yeah my life has been an adventure the past few weeks but yeah anyway hopefully it'll take a, a positive exciting turn soon so this, this guy who i met um online dating i honestly don't remember which app exactly he seemed really interesting. He, he did ask for my phone number. I will give him that. Uh, but I initiated the date. He wasn't really quite sure of where to go. He's from Jersey. So I selected the location. He asked me to pay for my ticket. Okay. He asked if I could meet him there. Okay. And then we, we did the date. We went to uh, the Museum of Illusions. By the way, do not go there on a first date. It was so awkward. What an odd, like... I don't know. It's just not an ideal place for a first date. Like, it's a lot of opportunities to take pictures. And considering it's a first date with someone you don't know, I have pictures of this guy who I went on one date with, but they're cool pictures, so I don't quite know what to do with them. And the date was going well enough that, you know, he's like, yeah, I'm getting kind of hungry. Um, Would you like to get something to eat? And I'm like, yeah, that would be great. And he's like, oh, where would you like to go eat? I'm like, I don't know. I don't quite know what's around here. It's like, I don't know what's... He's like, I don't know what's around here either. And just kind of looks at me expectantly. And I'm like okay so I picked where we were gonna go eat but it was just like I felt like I was taking myself out on a date and I get being unfamiliar with a new area or being unfamiliar with what's available to eat Um, but it was just like it felt like a very like passive date I much rather would have taken myself out on a date Uh, maybe I would have enjoyed the Museum of uh, Illusions a little bit more but it was just when I wasn't initiating the conversation the conversation just stalled and it was just quiet and at a certain point in my life, I've gotten very comfortable with the silence. So I was just like, yup, <laughs> just hanging out here. And I, I, don't, I just don't want to go on a date with another person and be the only active participant on the date. Um, like at that point, I'd much rather take myself out for a date for the evening and go see a movie or go see a concert or something like that. But I just, I don't want to be the only participant when going out on a date with someone. I was very confused. Like, I really wanted to ask him, do you want to be here a couple of times? But I didn't want to offend him. I would have asked him. It was just... It was <laughs> bizarre. I've lost my filter. Like, on, with all this dating stuff, I've lost my filter. And I would have been like, do you even want to be here? Like, I'm going to go home. I will say slightly redeeming. We don't live particularly close to the Museum of Illusions. He did drive me back home, which I did really appreciate. It was very nice. Um, but I was also like a little he bit... He had a car. He should have driven you home. I agree. But also, like, on a first date, I was a little bit, like, uneasy, like, having him drive me back home. Kind of like, I don't necessarily want them to know where I live. You know, that type of situation. But maybe that's just oh, me yeah. and being, like, a no, little extra No, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah, like, at the end of a, a, a first date, that did not go well at all. Um, when I was living in a different state, and the guy offered to call me an Uber. And I was just like, no, thank you. No, thank you. And he, like, did call me an Uber. And I I ended up picking up a location down the street from my apartment because I was so mortified. And I did not want this guy to have the address to my apartment. So, you know, stay safe out there, ladies. Uh, Gentlemen, you too. But it was just, like, uh, not necessarily the most comfortable thing. But, yeah, definitely looking for that active participant in a date. Like, guys, if you don't want to go on a date, don't. I'm not forcing anyone to go out on a date by no means. But, like... 
If you want to go on a date, go on a date. But if you don't want to go on a date, just cancel. I think that would be like the best plan of action. It was, I had a really great time with the Museum of Illusions. I don't know if he did. It was pretty quiet most of the time. We did get some cool pictures together. <laughs> that was taken by the security guards. <laughs> oh my God. It was, uh, it was an interesting experience. But yeah, Museum of Illusions, not the best first date place unless you're like gonna marry them and then it's fun it's like oh look at the pictures from our first date or like going with going with friends or something like that or when you've already gone on a couple of dates and like exactly like those pictures like oh those fun dating pictures but definitely not the idea like you've never met them before we hadn't even had a phone call before and like this was the first date but i wanted to go for a while and i was like oh hey this should be fun um yeah museum was interesting not the best first date location though yeah. <laughs> and um I think it's also, aside from being an active participant, it's really important to me how um, my date treats like other people around them. Mm -hmm. Like just in general, like let's say we're going out for a meal or we're going out for drinks. Like it, it is important to me how they treat other people, you know, showing their, their compassion, their kindness. And I went out on this really interesting date and um, coming from New York City, he lived in New Jersey. So I went to New Jersey to meet him and it, it, it was a very uh, unique date. Um, he got very wet um, coming to the date, so he was he was rather drenched when we sat down. Is it raining? It was raining. Oh, okay. it was raining. But like, did he pee himself? <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> um, no. But he he was soaked, like dripping wet um, when we got to the restaurant, and I felt really badly about that um, because I got dropped off by a car. But he, you know, he he walked there from his apartment, and. I didn't know we needed to make reservation, but he was the one who selected the location. But there was no reservation made, so it was very, very awkward. Thankfully, we were able to uh, um, to get a spot. He was very respectful at that point, so I was like, "Oh, oh he has not so nicely and so respectfully." Wow! And we ordered food, and you know, the date it seemed like it was going pretty well. However, they got his food order a little bit wrong. Um, it had to do with the onions. Now, there's a bunch of different types of onions. There's a lot of different ways to cook onions. And I don't know if everyone knows this, but caramelized onions is the same thing as stir-fried onions. It, it, it's more or less the same. I'd say caramelized maybe a little bit more cooked, but it's more or less the same thing. It's, you know, onions in a frying pan for a couple of minutes, you know, until they get a little bit translucent, right? So he had wanted onions on his burger. And I don't know, I don't remember the menu if like it specified whether they were cooked onions or raw onions, but they gave him raw purple onions. And this guy threw a temper tantrum, like a full out temper tantrum. And I wasn't really quite sure like what was wrong with his food order either. Like it took me a little bit to figure out like which part of it was not exactly correct. So he wanted caramelized onions. So um, we called the waitress over and he's like, I want caramelized onions. And the waitress was very confused. And she's like, I don't think we have that, sir. And he's like, I want caramelized onions and it was it went back and forth for a little bit and the waitress is clearly getting very flustered and you know, I'm trying to like diffuse the tension a little bit I'm like uh do you do, like could you maybe like stir fry some onions and she was like oh yeah we have those I'm like crisis averted but oh it was gosh. just it was appalling and frankly like a little bit embarrassing about how he treated the wait staff like they meant well, you know, maybe it was just the, the waitress didn't realize that stir-fried onions are the same as caramelized onions or whatever, vice versa, but it was important to me about how he handled the situation. It could have been handled a bazillion in one ways, but him getting very animated and very upset about that is very telling about him and his character. 
and it was one of the reasons why I decided it might not have been the best fit. You know, just friends, happy to have a new friend. Uh, still, still a, a, a good connection at the end of the day. Like, I wasn't uh, disheartened by it, you know, because uh, I view it as like, hey, new connection made. So, you know, still coming out, you know, positive at the other end. But it was just very telling and a bit embarrassing about how he treated um, the other people at the restaurant. And I think that's something that's very important you know, how they treat other people, because then, you know, if they treat other people kindly, strangers kindly, then that's pretty telling and promising that they'll treat the people in their life um, who are near and dear to their heart very well. So I think that's an important, like, foreshadowing for me. Also, I, you know, going out to dinner for a first date, I think it's fine, but I don't think it's, like, it's super necessary. In my opinion, I'd either rather do an activity or ice cream, but that's, that's just me. It's something a little bit fun. It's it's easy. It's not too expensive. And also, like, you could go and get more. You could do more of the activity, something like that. Um, but just an easy way to keep the conversation going because, like, similar to um, the other guy, you know, first time meeting him, had had a phone call with him. So, like, this was my first interaction. Soaking wet, no reservation, food order didn't, didn't quite go the way he planned, and it ended up in a bit of a meltdown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it was certainly an adventure. Um, the food was good, I suppose. And, you know, the restaurant does really well. Yeah. Ugh, a temper tantrum. Also, like, I feel like I'm very picky with what I eat. Like, if I, if they got something wrong and I was on a date, like, maybe I would, like, politely say, like, oh, yeah, this wasn't supposed to be this. But most likely I'd just, like, scrape it off and, like, let it slide because it's a date and... Not that I would, like, be rude to the waitstaff anyways, but I would just be too embarrassed to speak up on a date. I'd be like, okay, like, no, I mean, I don't need onions anyways, so I would have just, like, scraped it off, and it would have been fine, and he would have noticed that I scraped it off, and he would have been like, oh, you could have ordered without. I'd be like, I did, but it's okay. Exactly. Like, it's happened to me before, and it's fine, and we all lived, and yeah. And we're all people at the end of the day, too. Like, these waitstaff, like they're people this could have been the end of their shift like we gotta cut yeah. them some slack give people the benefit of the doubt yeah it doesn't cost anything to do that yeah i agree unless they're like really rude back like only sometimes i get rude with waitstaff or people in similar positions only when they're like giving me attitude first like if i i always start off really nice and then sometimes they'll like be very attitude and rude back to me and i'm like excuse me but i try not i try to just like kill them with kindness be like you get what's the saying you attract more flies with honey than um you attract more uh bees with honey than vinegar i think i think yeah, something, like, something like that you attract more bees with honey than vinegar yeah you, you just be like really <laughs> you're just really sweet and people people respond better when you're just re really sweet yeah but um before we move forward with Lisa's stories, we're going to take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors. So we'll be right back. Sticky Situations is sponsored by Corona Crush. Are you tired of swiping on dating apps? Tired of guessing whether the cute guy or girl you keep seeing around is Jewish and or single? Then you need to run, not walk, to join Corona Crush. Corona Crush is a Jewish organization working to create Jewish couples always. Corona Crush has over 30 confirmed engagements, over 22,000 members from all over the world, and has set up over 50,000 speed dates. Join the Corona Crush Facebook group and post yourself or have a friend post you and see who reaches out. 
fill out the survey to sign up for virtual speed dating events happening every other week. Corona Crush is 100% free and 100% Jewish. Worst case, you end up with some stories of your own. Best case, you find the love of your life. Try it out today. Here on Sticky Situations, we tend to focus on bad dating stories. But sometimes, dates do go well and lead to proposals and weddings. Who would have thought? And what do all of those require, you might be asking? Well, the answer is flowers. Who doesn't want flowers from someone they've been seeing? Don't forget, flower petals and bouquets needed for proposals. And that's even before all the flowers that go into weddings. Sticky Situations is sponsored by Primrose Flower Shop. In my opinion, Primrose is the coolest flower shop around and has the best customer service to fulfill all of your floral needs. Primrose offers a range of services from your basic bouquets to subscription services where you can get flowers delivered once a week. They deliver all over the tri-state area, including Manhattan. Primrose does weddings, bar and bat mitzvahs, and other simchas. I've personally been to a wedding where Primrose did the flowers, and the work they did was beyond gorgeous. Primrose additionally offers in-store proposals, including a romantic setup with candles and music. Primrose is located at 2922 Avenue M in Brooklyn, and the phone number is 929-376-9815. You can also follow Primrose on Instagram at PrimroseNY. So, if you can't get someone out of your head, buy them some flowers from Primrose. They'll either love it or they'll find you really creepy. But regardless, the flowers will be out of this world. As listeners of Sticky Situations, we know you love hearing people's best dating stories. Now you can hear dating stories in real time through Date in a Blink, a podcast that lets you eavesdrop on people's first dates. The conversations range from goofy and hilarious to deep and vulnerable to sweet and awkward AF. Can you predict which couples match and which don't? Check it out and see how good your guessing skills are. Okay, we're back. Okay, Lisa. Lisa told me she has another story. Yes. So, um, definitely, like, all dates, you know, you don't necessarily have that, that spark with someone, and that's okay. Um, and I had, um, I had a date. We went to, um, I think it's called Little Island. Is that Little Island? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the new park. Yeah, Little Island. It, it's a really nice place. However, um, I guess I never thought it was uh, <coughs> quite so little. <laughs> so, I haven't actually been, like, I've seen it. Yeah. But I haven't actually been. One of my friends and I kept saying we were going to go all last summer, and then we didn't. It was, it's, it's a really nice we place. We this summer either. Um, it does just happen to be really small, so, like, this guy was like, yeah, I'm more of, like, a walk and talk type of guy. I'm like, yeah, sure, sounds good to me. So, like, we were walking around, <laughs> and very quickly, we just, like, made a lap around the island, <laughs> and then we made another lap, <laughs> and then another lap. So, he's like, okay, well, we'll, we'll sit down. Like, it was a nice conversation, definitely got more, more friend vibes um from the the date um but i could just say like it doesn't always have to be like a, a super great date um but it's super important to make sure that your date gets home safely like that's like he definitely didn't. he did he did so that was i could say like the the most redeeming thing about the date like friends vibes it was a nice conversation he was a cool job nice guy with a lot of mutual friends um so he drove me back home not in a car though um, on one of those like moped scooter things that they have around the city. Cool. It was so cool. I'd never been on one of those before, and it was it was awesome. It was such a great experience. Definitely, I was I've been horseback riding most of my life, but like 
damn, that scooter ride was scary. Um, but it was awesome. He did a great job. He got me home safe, which I really appreciated. Um, but I can say, like, not many of the dates that I've been on, like, have even a text to make sure that I got home safe. Like, maybe they didn't live in the area. Um, but, like, not even a text that I got home safe. So the date doesn't have to go, like, super schmooper duper well. Um, but it goes a long way just to show that kindness and consideration for another, just another human being to make sure that they get home safe. So, like, I do that for friends even when I hang out with them. So, like, especially, like, doing that with friends, you should do that when you're going on a date with someone. So, yeah. So, like, it, w- it was a fine date, little island, like, definitely a lot of fun. We went to, like, evening, duskish, so, like, sunset was really pretty, um, and the stars were amazing in that area. Um, but, yeah, the scooter ride home was really nice, and he was really kind. We were, like, talking a little bit while he drove me back, um, so that was, that was really nice. And, um, you know, talking about, like, kindness and like killing him with kindness like like what rachel was saying before so um you know have a have some of the apps and um on on j swipe um there was this guy who i matched with and he looked vaguely familiar but um at a certain point on these apps i mean everyone kind of looks a little bit vaguely familiar yeah so um you know swiped right on him and he started up the conversation and you know the conversation was going fine and then he started to ask some pretty inappropriate and very very personal questions like right off the bat i'm like i don't know you and he's like well how can we change that i'm like a date and you know he just like the conversation proceeded to get like more and more inappropriate and i'm like but a date i don't know you (laughs) and yeah he was just trying to like drive the conversation into a very like inappropriate place i don't feel comfortable going with someone that i just met um and i i just kept on being like uh, can we, like, meet in person? Like, I want to get to know you first. I don't really feel comfortable answering any of these questions. Um, so we asked for my phone number. I can't believe you still wanted to talk to him <laughs> after he, like, asked you that. So. I was like, I don't know. I feel a little feisty. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I gave, him, I gave him my phone number, and he sent me a video message on WhatsApp. And, like, okay, a little bit odd, a little different. Okay. I'm trying to be open-minded about the whole thing. And, like, then the conversation, like, proceeds to get again inappropriate. And, again, I'm like, I don't really feel comfortable with this. And he's like, oh, you just can't handle it. I'm like, nah, just, no, thank you. I don't really feel comfortable with this. But I did notice that when he sent me that WhatsApp message, that first, like, video message of himself, there were previous messages with him on WhatsApp, which means that we matched the before, and he gave me his phone number before. So I was like, mm, I'm always curious. So I scrolled back through the messages, no joke, a year ago, I, mean, I think it was like 11 months ago, less than a year ago, we had this same exact conversation. He sent me a video message, you know, the conversation proceeded to get like very inappropriate. I kept on being like, I really don't feel comfortable with this. And then I shut it down. So like, wow, I'm, I'm proud of myself for being consistent, um, but just like, wow i just like couldn't believe it and then and then uh i think rachel had just gotten home from work oh yeah (laughs) i was just like oh my goodness rachel i just i can't believe this interaction like just like so bizarre and she's like why what happened and i was was talking about it with her and she's like oh my goodness i think i've heard about this guy yeah so basically what happened was this was like a few weeks before i had matches with match with the guy on jswipe and we were chatting a bit. He was with the like, same guy. With the same guy. Oh yeah, it was the same guy. He was totally normal with me. Like totally like just asking me about like random stuff, like what do I do for work? Like we're talking about work stuff and what do we like to do for fun and all of this. 
And then eventually he's just like, are you Shomer Nagia? And I'm like, no, but honestly, for me, it's a red flag that you're asking me that. And like, granted, in different social circles and different Hushkothic levels and different ages, I think, yeah, it is a question that you you ask if you're dating. Like, you want to be mindful and respectful if the other person is Shomer Nagia. For sure. And for those of you who don't know what that means, it's um, when members, like, you can't touch a member of the opposite gender outside of marriage. So for me though, I live in a, like the community that we live in is fairly modern. Yeah. Um, I don't really assume that people are, I'm not going to go out and like touch guys or whatever. Like I usually wait until like someone else initiates, but like I assume most people aren't like my, I like the default that I assume is not Shomer Nagia doesn't mean I'm going to go around and, like, disrespect people's boundaries, like, but I'll wait for them to do something, and then I can gauge. But a lot of people who are Shomer Nagia are more vocal about it, just because yeah. it's not really the norm in our community. Like, other communities, yes. Just, like, it happens to be where we live, and especially, like, at my age. Like, I just turned 29, and this guy, I think he was, like, 31, maybe? Yeah, 31. Because I saw him on J-Swipe again recently. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And I was like, like, no, that's a left swipe on you, sir. Yeah, and I think he's, like, 31, and I'm like, why are you asking me if I'm Shomer Nagia? Like, we're in our late 20s, early 30s here. Like, who's Shomer Nagia? Like, literally no one. So that's, like, a red flag in general. It means he comes from a community where people are, and the norm is to be Shomer Nagia, which isn't a bad thing. I'm not, like, discriminating against people who come from those communities, but the fact that he was asking means he's only looking for one thing. And I've already seen this red flag in a bunch of these guys. I've given you guys my Fashivish rant on what I think Fashivish is. The guys who can't date you because they really want to, like, marry a girl who wears skirts and covers her hair. But they think you're really attractive, so they still want to meet up with you. And that means they really just want to hook up with you. They think that just because I wear pants means that I'm going to take them off. And that's just, like, not it. Um, so, like, I shut that down immediately. I'm like, I don't, I'm not Shomer Nagia, but to me, I don't like that you're asking me that. I think that's really personal. I never thought I about like, the, that, that question being, like, phrased in that way. Like, being framed in that way. Like, what they're really asking is exactly what you just said. Like, but it's, it's a really good point, like, that, like, because we wear pants, like, they just assume we're going to take them off. And I will say, like, the beginning of dating, I do try and be upfront. Like, I don't really have much of an interest in, in touching someone in the beginning of dating. So I like to say, like, yeah. I'm, like, more, like, physically guard in the beginning when dating someone because I want to be very purposeful with my touch. So I like to say, like, I'm not Shomer Nagia necessarily, but, like, definitely in the beginning of dating, I prefer there to be, like, stronger physical boundaries just to have, like, my personal yeah, space. Yeah, and, like, I tell guys, like, I like an emotional connection first like and I don't know but yeah so this guy immediately like I shut it down before it got anywhere inappropriate because I was like I already knew the signs from it and like I only really knew that from previous experiences like a lot of previous experiences to me it's just a red flag when a guy asks if I'm Shomer Nagia um because it means that he really just wants to hook up unless you're talking about Hushkafa and like where you fall religiously and specific things that you do but if he just comes right out of the blue and is like are you Shomer Nagia like, no, that's, like, you're just looking to hook up. Like, it's not, it not maybe not every single guy who says that, but nine times out of ten, that's what it's been from my experience. So I was just, like, t like, t like, that's a really personal question. I'm not looking for a hookup. If you're just looking for a hookup, I'm not your girl. And he unmatched me.
And I was like, okay, rude, but whatever. Guess who's just looking for a hookup? <laughs> then, like, two days later, my friend texts me. And, like, all my friends know my whole fashivish rant. And my friend texts me, and she's like, ugh, I'm talking to this fashivish guy. And, like, he's driving. And I was like, when pe- like when when my friends tell me they're talking to a guy on J-Swipe, I'm like, which one? Because, like, <laughs> I've been, I know all of them. I've seen them all so many times. So I'm like, which one? So she sends me his name, and I'm like, I literally just talked to him, like, two days ago. Like, I just unmatched. He just wants to hook up. And she's like, I think I talked to him before, and he had a whole different, like, job and everything, and he tried to do the same thing. He just wanted to hook up. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. Then, like, a week later, a week later, my other friend sends me a text. She's like, this guy is, like, asking me questions, and I don't know how to answer, and I don't know what to say. I'm like, send me a screenshot. So she sends me a screenshot, or I think she sent me the screenshot when she asked, and I'm like, wait, don't talk to that guy, because I saw it, it was in her J-swipe. I'm like, I literally just talked to him, and then my friend talked to him, and he's just looking to hook up. Like, this was the third person in a row who told me about this. And then then we had this conversation. Then Lisa tells me this story, and then I think, like, a couple days later, we were, like, just, like, saying the story again to someone, and my other friend's like, is it this guy? And she shows us her phone. And I'm like, it's the yeah, same guy. It's the same guy. And I'm like, can we expose him? Like, and, and like the conversation wasn't a little bit inappropriate. It was really no, I inappropriate. Read Mine was he like, was, he was asking some wild questions. And then crazier yet, he was asking them on J-Swipe. And then when we changed to WhatsApp, because I'm like trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, like trying to be like, let's go on a date. Like, I actually want to have a conversation with you, get to know you. And then on WhatsApp, not only was it inappropriate the most recent time, but also about a year ago, it was just as inappropriate. It was literally asking the same questions. And, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with those questions, but you don't ask them to complete strangers. It's very inappropriate. And it was just like, wow, <laughs> I was not expecting that. But also, like, the fact that it wasn't an isolated thing and that, like, he's asking a lot of other women this, it's just like, be careful out there everyone oh yeah and then i think i posted it on my instagram story i'm like if anyone's talking to a guy named this from here this age on jswipe message me so a different friend of mine messaged me and she sent me she's like yeah i just didn't answer him i'm not going to i'm like don't yeah don't 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 and and seeing him on jswipe recently i was like no thank you you know been there done that already twice like don't need that in my life no thanks yeah, not interested yeah yeah and if you know if someone is interested in hooking up like you know i'm not saying like no but like just they need to make that clear exactly exactly like just be upfront with people what people want like what you want and what you're looking for like you know if someone's interested in doing the same thing they'll say yes to you um but kind of seeming like you're one thing and then you're really just looking for a hookup like why do that why just yeah oh my gosh this guy who i was talking to this week he matches me and he's like he matches with me and then like we're talking and he's like you seem so amazing like you're definitely he's like i'm looking for a wife like i'm looking to settle down get married all this and he's like you're exactly what i'm looking for and this and this and making all these plans and then he like says something like inappropriate i'm like um i don't know you sir i don't want to talk about this and then, like, he kept bringing the conversation back to that. And I'm like, no. I And he's like, I'm like, I'm not. Like, if you're looking to hook up, great. I'm not your girl for that. I am have no interest in hooking up with a stranger. And 
also like but like if that's what you're looking for that's fine but just stop asking me stop pretending that like you want something real looking for and a serious. wife exactly when you're looking for the hookup yeah and it's clear from your actions on what you're looking for and he's like no but i said this and that i'm like okay but you're also saying all of this it's like don't just flip-flop you're not a pancake stop flipping from one side to the other pick a side what do you want it will be a lot easier for yourself for everyone else make your intentions clear i don't think that's a really big ask but i just wish that intentions would be a lot clearer like what you're looking for like be blunt be upfront. it doesn't cost you anything it probably saves you a lot of time and energy yeah also i really want to post this guy's screenshots on the on the tiktok like from all of us i literally every single friend of mine who talks to this jsype guy i and i I think that made a total of six rachel and i included i think that makes six girls who he did the same within a month within a month yeah this was all within like a couple weeks to a month yeah yeah it's ridiculous so if um i mean i feel like i shouldn't say his name on the podcast but if if you were talking to a guy who this guy had a, sing- a similar interaction. Yeah, you can send me a DM on Instagram at Shaky Situations Pod or send me an email at Shaky Situations Pod at gmail.com. We would love to add to the screenshot collection. Um, I really, I should make a TikTok out of the screenshot. That would be great. But, um, but yeah. So, Lisa, do you have any other stories that you want to tell or any other, anything else to say before we uh, move on to? I think that's really all the dating stories. Um, I think it's also super important, like, while dating to make sure, like, you're taking care of yourself. Dude, self-dates are amazing. Go do some fun things yourself. I love plants. Oh, sometimes I will take myself out on a plant shopping date. It's the best thing ever. I will bring a certain amount of money, and I will go and spend all of it, and it's great. It's, oh, so much fun. <laughs> and just taking that time to, to care for yourself. Like, dating isn't easy, and even having, a you know, the, the perspective of, like, hey, it's a new connection, so no matter what you're winning, it's still meeting a lot of people. It can be a bit overwhelming, so it's really important to take that time to, to care for yourself. So whether it's a plant date, a movie night, you know, a, a spa night, a massage, whatever it is, but make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Um, so that's that you can be the best you when meeting new people. I think that's, you know, super underrated. And like people might be like, oh, going to a concert, going to a movie by yourself. It's so embarrassing. No, dude, do it. It's so much fun. You'll meet so many cool people or go hiking by yourself. I met so many cool people hiking and traveling by myself. Highly, highly recommend. Um, it's just, it's so much fun, you know, do those things for yourself. Um, you'll feel so proud of yourself and, you know, it gives you a, a breath of fresh air. It's a nice break from dating, but make sure you're, you're taking care and you're doing fun things by yourself too. And you're not waiting to have fun until you meet the right person. So go out there, have some fun, do your thing. Highly recommend. If anyone's looking for suggestions of fun self dates, let me know. I'm happy to give some suggestions. Just <laughs> go out there, have some fun. If you're looking for a good plant store, by the way, um, the Union Square Green Market, best place ever. They have a plant stand there every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. If you know, you know, Shabbos isn't your thing, or you can walk by on Shabbos. Um, but they have some excellent, excellent plants. They also have this whole Instagram. They even post like which plant stands are coming. So I'm a big fan. In case you couldn't tell, this is a big plant plant um she's a very she's a plant mom we got a lot of plants in the apartment Mm. but okay so i know we've like said advice sporadically throughout the episode but Mm -hmm. lisa can you give my listeners Mm -hmm. a piece of dating advice piece of dating advice um i say make sure that the the words are lining up with their actions um 
I, I love reading um, and, you know, words are beautiful and I think words can be amazing, but make sure that you're also listening to the person's actions um, because if the two aren't lining up, just to be careful um, and to, to be wise that you're not listening to one more than the other. Make sure that they're equal um, and the person's words are matching their actions and their actions are matching their words. I like that. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. People are big talkers. Yeah, exactly. I mean, talk only gets you so far, but at a certain point, you're realizing that their actions are falling flat, and that is a sucky place to be. So just be wary. Um, you know, keep all your, your senses uh, about and heightened and make sure that, you know, if they're, they're making big promises that they're coming through and they're doing those, um, or if they're, they're, they're doing these big actions, you know, making sure that they're, they're following through in every which way that they said they would. I agree. That's a good piece of advice. And then last but not least... Lisa, can you tell my listeners what your Real Housewives tagline is? <laughs> so I just started watching Real Housewives, and my and my roommates we were we were talking about the the slogan. So th- this is what we came up with together. So I'm a proud plant mom. My 50 some odd plants help keep me well rooted. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't believe her about the 50 some odd plants, uh, come to our apartment. <laughs> but don't don't come to our apartment if you're a creepy stalker. <laughs> Um, but just take our word for it. There's a lot of plants. <laughs> there, there People will come into the apartment and like ask me about the plants, and I'm like, dude, I don't know. <laughs> like, you gotta ask Lisa, <laughs> and not I, me. And if anyone wants some plants or plant advice or anything like that, always happy to like help schmooze with friends. That's one of the things I like doing. Aside from like helping people with like home improvement projects, with like plant questions or plant shopping or things like that, I'm always happy to uh, to help. And you know, it's a good problem to have with plants. But when they're growing and they're doing really well, I gotta give them a haircut now and again. So if anyone wants cuttings uh they grow really well and they have babies from time to time so uh let me know <laughs> happy to hook you, you can up. reach out to the podcast and i'll put you in touch with lisa <laughs> there you go exactly well lisa it has been a real pleasure having you on the podcast thank you absolutely thank you for having me lisa's been an audience member of a bunch of recordings so it was fun she actually got to to be in the recording yes and it's been really enjoyable being an audience member for some of the other podcasts i've had to work so hard not to spit out my drink sometimes <laughs> or be laughing i'd have to like run into my room to stop myself from laughing because i didn't want to be in the background of the podcast um so yeah it's so really nice to go from being an audience member to recording um and um yeah definitely if anyone has some great you know dating advice dating stories like by all means reach out to rachel join the podcast um it's a fun group to be in and i don't know maybe you might have an audience maybe you might not yeah yeah again another plug to come on the podcast but yeah so lisa thank you again this has been great and she's situation nation it's always a pleasure so you'll catch me next time bye everybody